Welcome back to Market on Close. Equities got about eight minutes left to trade. NASDAQ trying to break positive, not quite there yet. Let's talk some stock picks, catching up with Mr. Burns McKinney, back here on the show, Managing Director and Senior Portfolio Manager at NFJ Investment Group. Burns, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thanks so for having me. Walk me through what you like right now. We've been having this debate here today about what side of the bond market you want to be on. If we've got great data, yields seem to still be the center point for a lot of things in this market, in particular the growth value relationship. Do you have a preference on which side of the aisle you want to be on? Well, I think that, that, that where we're positioned right now is uh, we're at a place where you know, the, there's the threat of, of inflation kicking in. I think a lot of investors are a bit uncertain as to whether, you know, this inflation that we've been seeing this quarter is, is something transitory or whether it's something stickier. And, you know, the way we approach it is it doesn't necessarily matter what it ends up being. It's what's already priced in. And from, you know, best I can tell, the, the Fed pretty much has the market eating out of their hands. Uh, you know, when Jay Powell and, and, and the governors of the Fed suggest that it is something that's a little bit more temporary, uh, the markets are believing it and they're pricing that in. And as such, if you want to insulate portfolios against rising inflation, it really doesn't cost a whole lot. And you know, one of the best ways to do that, if there is a threat of uh, inflation going up and subsequently interest rates rising as well, um, you know, one of the best ways to go about that is to, you know, we, we, we're stock investors and you know, going into equities in general, but within equities, going into something that's a little bit shorter duration, the types of names for which you're getting your cash up front as opposed to you know, getting it you know, you know, substantially down the road. That means dividend pairs. And you know, when you say dividend pairs in a rising inflation and in a higher interest rate environment, you don't necessarily want to go after the, the highest absolute yields or the bond proxies, but look for pricing power in companies that are raising dividends is probably one of the best places to focus in this market. So are these companies that already have a dividend that can push it up? Is it an absolute kind of nominal value or is it one that has to increase burns? Can I just go for a company that's got the best uh, yield right now or do they need to be able to improve it? Yeah, what we've seen really over the last couple of decades is you might not want to go after the highest absolute yield right now. A lot of the names that do have the very highest yield, if you look at the highest quintile of dividend yield, oftentimes, you know, that's the market's way of telling you something. That's the market's way of suggesting that, you know, perhaps this dividend isn't quite as safe as, uh, as one might like, and it perhaps could signal uh, signs of distress. So we're looking for dividend sustainability and growability. And oftentimes for attractive yields, you know, you'd probably be looking, if you divide your dividend yields into quintiles, you're looking at companies that might in fact be in the second quintile of dividend yield. But really for us, dividend growth is probably the, uh, you know, the, the holy grail that we're looking for because you know, when a company makes that decision to raise their dividend, you know, management knows better than anyone the, the quality of their balance sheet and the direction of future earnings. And so that's really the best indicator that we can get from, uh, from the management team as far as how they're allocating capital. One of the companies you like right now, uh, Home Depot, been a really interesting company to follow. It was one of the best performers in the first quarter, just took off uh, like a rocket to $345. Now after earnings alongside some of the other home-centric stocks, housing companies and home builders, it's pulled back from its high, but it's trying to push again. Uh, walk me through what needs to happen for a stock like Home Depot that does trade pretty similarly to some of the other housing plays. How much more hot does it need to get in this sector, Burns? Or can we cool off and still have home improvement companies like Home Depot work? Yeah, I think that you have a lot of avenues for 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 getting returns in the Home Depot. It's sort of like 
you know, if you look at a, on, on a football field, if a quarterback's got four fantastic receivers, you know, you've got a lot of options. And that's really what you have with Home Depot. You have a lot of long-term secular trends going in your favor. On top of just, you know, first and foremost, just have valuation. You know, right now you have Home Depot trading, you know, roughly in line with, if not to a slight discount to the broader market, whereas, you know, it typically garners a premium and deserves one. And you've got a name that, you know, they've been, you know, generating, you know, fantastic comp sales really for the past year as a function of, um, this is just really a payoff from prior investments. They they spent years trying to, it's almost like altitude training, trying to compete with Amazon by building up a, a better digital presence. And as such, you know, that's really been, you know, fantastic for them during uh, the pandemic. And likewise, going forward, you have people reinvesting in their homes. And, you know, in this case, you have a name that a lot of the big boxes um, face headwinds because of the, you know, the Amazonization of the world. You know, Home Depot is a little bit sheltered from that because they, you know, they sell great big bulky items that that uh, you know that people don't necessarily order from Amazon, and likewise they they support contractors that tend to need things right here right now. But mm. again, going back to those secular trends, you have uh, the fact that the U.S. housing stock um, is as old as it's been in, in in decades, and you have a whole slew of millennials who are just um, on the cusp of of household form- formation, which. You know, really, and, and, and on top of everything else, I think one of the enduring trends that we may see from the pandemic is just that nesting trend and people trying to reinvest in their homes and making them a little bit more livable, all of mm. which work well for Home Depot. And so you get all these great secular trends, you know, tailwinds working behind you while you don't have to pay a premium for it. Burns, uh, want to get another one from you real quick before we go, because the stock is is rolling, and that's American Tower. We've been talking about uh, the 5G rollout, and the stock has been a huge winner, uh, $270 right now. Uh, it was as low as 197 back in March of this year. So uh, give me the 60-second case on this one, Burns, uh, as we look at some of these tower companies uh, that uh, apparently are also in this dividend story. Yeah, you've got you've got great dividends there. Uh, you have a situation where American Tower, despite the fact that they've been running pretty well, it still trades at a discount to some of its tower peers, names like Crown Castle. Uh, you have you have an attractive dividend yield that's that's better than that of the market, and it's just a play. I mean, I think some investors might have thought of as a as a work from home economy type play because of the fact that you know they do take advantage of just rising demand for digital content and bandwidth, but. 5G also provides a fantastic tailwind for these guys. It's something for which, uh, you know, the towers actually make more money uh, off of 5G than they do on, on on prior generations. And, you know, it's sort of, when you, when you kind of think about it, it's, you know, with, with people you know, going to new service providers, you have a lot of tech investors that are going after, um, you know, kind of the newest hot, you know, hot trends. You know, this is really just a pick and shovel play for the 21st century. And, you know, the one other thing I think investors should consider as well is the fact that, um, you know, with any sort of infrastructure packages that go through, um, you know, really just the, the, the expanded access to um, 5G and, and, and Wi-Fi is something that should also, in fact, give a boost for the tower players. So you get a little bit of that thematic investment with respect mm. to the infrastructure thing. Okay. And it's woken up in a big way over the last uh, quarter here. Big winner for this quarter. Burns, good to catch up. Thanks for the stock picks. Thanks so much. Good speaking to you, Oliver. All right. Burns McKinney is the Managing Director and Senior Portfolio Manager at NFJ Investment Group.